So on today's episode, it is actually a snippet from my Instagram live. And on this Instagram live, I talked about all the hard stuff while manifesting my longest manifestation yet, which is the fruition of my app, which will be releasing on August 5th. So I'm super excited for you guys to get it. But I talk about all the difficult things while trying to manifest something that I had so much heart and I cared so much about. I talked about resistance. I talked about deadlines and trying to be a perfectionist and surrendering and crying through the process. So if you have ever been in a situation or are in a situation where you're struggling and just trying really hard to have something or something's taking a lot longer than expected, I do think that this episode and this kind of conversation will be super helpful for you. And so I hope you enjoy this. I hope this helps and thank you for being here. Hi everyone, my name is Pyle Agarwal and I want to welcome you to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. Affirmations have changed my life and now it is my mission to help you use them to change yours by using affirmations every day to manifest things your way. My goal is to make affirmations attainable and accessible to every single person, including you, because you have the ability to take control and create your reality. So come with me on my journey and let's see what we can manifest together. Hi guys. So yesterday I talked about part one of the app. And so yesterday I kind of shared the story of the app and I talked you through kind of the journey I went on from like the good side and the intention and where the app started from. And that's where I really started with the app. And that's all I talked about yesterday on yesterday's live. So first off, if you, (laughs) you guys are so sweet, so many sweet comments, but I'm going to keep talking because I'm also recording this as a podcast for you to reference later if you can't watch the whole thing right now. But basically, yesterday I talked about the journey of the app and where the ideas came from. And today I told you all the good stuff, but I'm going to tell you all the hard stuff I had to grow through. And the reason I really wanted to share this part of it is because this app taught me so much. I would call it like my longest manifestation yet because it was a year in the making and it taught me to grow through different versions of myself. It taught me how to let go of deadlines. It taught me to not be a perfectionist. So it was some of the things that are so stuck to me at my core. And I know that I'm not alone in feeling all these things. So I actually really wanted to explain and tell you like the way I worked through some of these kind of fears or insecurities that were coming up because it tested me all the time. And even to today, like I get messages right now that, oh, there's not a Facebook login or there's only a Facebook login. And that tests me too, to kind of keep my calm and you know what, surrender and trust. And so I'm just going to dive into some of the different areas that had to kind of keep me going and had to really teach me lessons that I think were really necessary to learn and that I think I'm still learning. I don't think I've mastered everything. I think there's always a new version. And starting off, that was actually the first thing I wanted to talk about. So when I started on this journey of creating an app, I had, I'm like, I guess I'm like smart, whatever, like I know business, but I have nothing, no knowledge in terms of coding and technicalities. I know nothing about that. And I jumped into it 
just imagining that, okay, it's going to be one version. First version is going to be perfect, have everything that I want. It's going to take maybe two months and that's it. That's what I went into creating this app. I thought it would be like a really cool short term and quick project, but it was so much more than that. And that was the biggest thing for me because even in this first version, once it released, there's so many more versions that are going to come and that's just the way the industry is and that's just the way kind of life is. So being myself, I connected this to the version of your highest self. And to me, this app really embodies like different versions of yourself because for me, version one was, okay, this is a starting point, but version two, there's going to be another version where there's more features and there's better improvements and there's a version three and there's a version four and so on. And so it really symbolized to me that it's okay to keep improving because I noticed that I have such a perfectionist mindset and I know that a lot of you also do that you want everything to be perfect the first time. Especially when you're trying to manifest something, you want all the details that you picked out to be exactly there and you want everything to be exactly as you planned or you get overwhelmed or we freak out because that's how I am too. And I know a lot of you do the same thing, which is totally natural, but it seriously has taught me that it's not necessary to expect that everything is going to work out perfectly the way you think, because there's a bigger and better purpose out there known as the universe or source or whatever you kind of energy, whatever you associate it with, that has the perfection laid out for you. It's more so what's your final destination. So for me, my final destination was releasing the app. My final destination didn't include every single feature that I knew I wanted in this app, and I had to trust that and get comfortable with it, no matter how uncomfortable it was. But for other people, it might be like, okay, you're trying to get a new job, and you got a new job, and it has two really great things, but one thing that you don't like too much about it. Most of the time, our instinct is to focus on the lack. So no matter how amazing that job is, say you have a job where you're paid to travel and you are paid to live in whatever city you want, but they don't pay for your food. And that's your downside. And you're like, well, this job sucks. But instead of focusing on the one thing that's not aligned and the one thing that doesn't really meet your standards, we need to shift and focus onto, oh my gosh, we've come this far. Oh my goodness, this is just the next step. And there's still more and the best that is yet to come. And I think that was so hard for me to go through because I put so much pressure on myself and I know all all of us do. So many of our manifestations are fueled by like to help other people or to serve other people better that I really think that because I had so much pressure on this manifestation, which was my app, I was so kind of I really wanted it to be perfect the second it launched. I wanted it to have everything that I could dream of. But one, the reality is apps are so much more complicated than they seem. Two, the other reality is I just didn't have the budget to when I started it. I literally quit my job. I had no source of income. I didn't have the budget at that moment. And sure, we're talking about abundance and stuff, but there's also that practicality. And my practicality was I'm trusting that the budget will work out for itself when the time needs to. So maybe I don't need to release every single feature I'm thinking of. I start with two, make sure people like it, and then go forward and keep releasing. And that was so 
opposite of the way I think and it was so uncomfortable for me like when I first heard that I couldn't like I it wasn't within the budget or no most people when you launch an app you don't release every single feature at once you always have to have new stuff coming when I first learned about that that did not align with my vision at first and it was really difficult but I took a step back actually only recently and realized the reason that was so uncomfortable is because I thought my way was the best way I didn't trust that there's better ways to do things that there's better strategies out there and for me it was really trusting that the universe has a better plan maybe people aren't ready to get 20 features of the app including the journaling and vision boarding and affirmations maybe people aren't ready for that maybe you just start with one and you slowly expand and that was a really hard pill for me to swallow but in the end I'm still being tested today. I get messages like, oh, you don't have this feature in the app. You don't have that feature. And my thought is there's so much good stuff and all you can message me about is the bad. But that's the other thing. You can't please everybody either. There's going to be people who notice that lack and it's me standing in my power. And so for you, whatever you're working towards, whether you're working towards a new job or a new home and you're making decisions that feel right to you, don't let other people's comments hurt you and influence you as much as they should because other people there's they're not going to be on the same page with you they don't know what what intention that you put it forward in and if they don't see it it's just not their time and that's something that is just takes that practice of just releasing and trusting and I know everyone is like well how do I trust how do I release and to be honest with you you have to live through it. That's what I really learned. I learned that like trusting the process means moving forward. It doesn't mean sitting there and thinking, which I used to do. It doesn't mean sitting there and thinking, okay, how do I trust the process? It's just moving forward. And that's what was really kind of just not the way I work. And I learned that that's what helped me the most. So if you're ever looking for like an actionable, okay, how do you move forward? All I would do is I would say, I trust that whatever, however this is working out, it's working out the way it needs to be, whether or not it happens. And I'm going to come back to that point, but this whole whether or not it happens has probably been my kind of secret sauce with affirmations. It's been my go-to affirmation, especially this past few weeks while we were doing like the final test and stuff with like when is the launch date and everything and so that is really what I learned about these versions of yourself and to kind of touch back on that like think about it if like you're trying to manifest money right some people are trying to manifest money and they're like okay I want a million dollars for our minds that's just unconceivable at this moment. It is so inconceivable. If you've never manifested money before, you've never manifested anything before, going from zero to a million dollars is kind of insane for our mind. So this whole idea of versions of yourself and versions of this app, it has to start somewhere. So instead of focusing on the lack, focus on the small kind of step that you took forward. So if you're trying to manifest money, there's a thing called the ladder of believability. So you start off with, okay, I'm going from zero to a million dollars, but what are my steps in the middle that get me to that point? And so that's where I was at. I tried, okay, I was like, there's a version one and then there's version two, three, four, and five. So I already in my head have mapped out where I want the app to go from this version to version five. This app for me is not what I envisioned completely yet. There's so much more to the story, but this is teaching me to be patient and go with that ladder of believability. And that applies to anything you're trying to manifest. So for me, 
I used to try and manifest like a new job. So I had, okay, I really wanted a job in a big city. So I got an internship in Chicago, but I hated my job. So I got one thing off the kind of to-do list or the details list that I wanted, but there was still a couple more things that I wanted to manifest. So it doesn't always come in one go. And I think that's something that a lot of us struggle with because there's this notion around manifesting things and just living through this lifestyle that, okay, anything you speak, it's exactly how it's going to come out. But there's so many nuances in the way we speak that there's going to be those filters. And we forget that we don't speak everything that clearly. So there's going to be different versions and different levels of believability for our mind. So when you're just starting out or you're starting to do something really big, realize that there's little levels that you have to get to in your mind and for your mind to be able to get to that big goal. And that's how I've seen it for me. I really am able to manifest little things that don't hold a lot of emotions super quickly. But for example, this app was my longest for by far longest manifestation ever. And now I understand because I've had so many like huge takeaways from this and learning through all of these different scenarios and some things that I never thought of that I would ever have to even go through. I was able to learn through those and now I can share that information with you. So I can choose to be upset that this version one is doesn't have every single feature I thought it would, or I can and be like, you know what? It has 90% of the features and there's still 10% to go, but at least I'm 90% there and I can start helping people. That's one way to think about it, right? And so in a different perspective, if you are trying to manifest a new home and say it has the really beautiful bedroom that you wanted, but it doesn't have a balcony and it only has big windows, you can at least be grateful for that bedroom and the big windows. Just because you don't have a balcony, it's not the end of the world. You know, so that's really where it comes down to is understanding that you have to be able to believe in what you're doing. And I think that was a big issue with my app too. I didn't believe in myself. I did not believe that it was super possible. I knew it was a good idea. I knew I was being called for it, but it tested my self-confidence. It tested me expressing myself in the most clear way. It tested the way to kind of communicate what my needs are and stand my ground because there was a lot of situations through this process where someone would say something and it didn't align with what I wanted to do and it aligned with what was kind of cheaper or the loop around and different things like that. And it really taught me to be assertive. So whatever kind of discomfort or hardship you might be going through while you're trying to manifest something, instead of being caught up with, oh my gosh, this is difficult or oh my goodness, this is not going the way I want to, there's always a lesson. You can always find that lesson. And so for me, throughout that entire year-long process, those were my lessons that I need to not be a perfectionist because I don't know what's best for me always. Like, yes, I have a good idea of what I want, but I have to have some room for flexibility and I have to be comfortable with things not going completely my way because honestly, things are always working out for my highest good. And I know that with full confidence, just sometimes in those situations, it's kind of hard to fully believe it. And I totally am with you with that. But my biggest recommendation, if you're in that situation, is to keep repeating that affirmation to yourself, whether it's, you can kind of pick two, whether it is things are working out for my highest good and for the greatest good, or you can trust, you can do, I trust that everything is working out exactly the way it's supposed to be, even if I don't know exactly where it, what it needs to be. So just have 
having that kind of certainty and that confidence is really the secret ingredient and the key ingredient because you have to let it happen. Like at one point, you can't control everything. You are the creator, but you also have to you also have to open up and say, you know what, there's so much more that can happen and there's so much more that I'm available for. And another thing that the biggest thing that was happening for me was surrendering. Because once again, this goes along with the perfection thing that I had so many things that I had this plan, I had all these deadlines and they just weren't happening. I wasn't able to communicate one, but also it just wasn't happening in my life. I had a family member get really sick or Tom was deployed and I needed him for certain things. And there was so many different things that kept coming up, but instead of reacting to those things coming up, I eventually learned how to just say, okay, I know this is happening for the greatest good. I need to just go through this situation with confidence and handle it with like a strong head on my shoulders rather than just crumbling when one thing goes wrong. So it teaches you kind of like that resilience and that strength to continue forward rather than just getting caught up when one little thing goes wrong, one little thing goes the opposite way. And I think that's something that just happens with practice. And to be honest, I had a lot of practice with that through the app because there was always something going wrong. And to give you an idea, back in April, we were like, okay, app is ready. We can launch it. And the second we launched it, there was a giant bug that kind of crashed it. And so we had to kind of do a lot of things to rewire it. And it took a long time. We had to reframe the way some things were structured and that happens. And so I think it really happened and it really taught me that the more and more it happens, the better you get at it. So if you feel like, okay, I'm not getting out of this and it keeps happening and there's so many things that are going on, then just let yourself go through those because you're going to be learning through the more and more you do it, the better you'll get at it. A lot of the times we're looking for like a quick fix or for it to be fixed one time and you to be perfect at it the time it happens, but don't expect that from yourself. Let yourself learn, let yourself grow through this journey rather than putting so much pressure on yourself because that's not going to help you. And you're putting too much of a standard for yourself where you're not able to get through the situation you're actually going through. You're just giving yourself too much pressure and you're just kind of going down in that downward spiral. You're not moving up, you're going down. And so release that pressure off yourself and just say, you know what, I'm going to move forward rather than just get back into that old cycle. If you can go through your discomfort rather than reacting to your discomfort, that's how you're going to move forward and it might keep happening. It's not going to go away all at once. You can't expect that. But when it keeps happening, you're building that strength and you're building your body's automatic response to deal with those types of situations. Okay. And last thing, I took a couple notes because I wanted to make sure I hit all these points is um, the whole thing with deadlines. So for me, the biggest thing was when I first started it, I was told and I was like, we were ready for this, that the app would be done in August or September of last year. Um, Yeah. In August or September of last year, it was like, oh, it'll be like a really quick month long project. It shouldn't take a long time. So that's what we were told. And it ended up taking a lot longer than we thought. And it was so hard for me because I was used to going to college, working in corporate where deadlines are so strong and 
I realized that sometimes when you put too much pressure on deadlines, you're going against the whole idea of time. So this is a little more woo-woo and a little more energetic, but in the quantum world. So in quantum physics, time is just time does not exist. Time is a human illusion. And I honestly didn't learn this until like a week ago. I'm reading a new book, and that's when I really was able to like wrap my mind around this. But when you put the pressure on time, you're negating the fact that your present moment is all that you have. So for example, I would always used to say that in two years, this is where I'm going to be at. That would be my goal. But you guys already know this with affirmations, you say them in the present tense, right? You always say I am and this, you always say in the present tense because your mind has no concept of past, future, or present. It's just different memories and experiences and images. So your mind doesn't really know like January 1st from September 15th. Your mind has no idea what the difference between those two dates are. So it's really irrelevant for our minds. And This is a very, very recent realization, so I'm still working on wrapping my head completely around this, but I realized that when you put that date, like you put a date, you're like two months down the line, this is what's going to happen, your mind, it means nothing to it, so that's just putting pressure on your conscious mind. For your subconscious mind, where all the affirmations are actually working and stuff, it means nothing. So you're really just undoing all the work you're putting in when you put on those deadlines. When you are so stuck to the deadline, and the time and how long it's taking, you're literally just undoing it like you didn't even put in the work. It's literally negating you and pushing you further away from your goal because you're more focused on the time rather than what it's going to be like once that goal is accomplished. And that's a huge thing I realized because I thought once the app is in the app store, I'm going to have this amazing feeling. I'm going to have this rush of joy. I'm going to just feel on top of the world. And honestly speaking, I feel the same. Like, I don't feel any different. Of course, I'm excited. I'm so pumped. I'm so excited. But like, I, as a human, I like, this is what we all do. We all think that once that thing manifests, everything is going to change. Once this happens, everything is going to be better. And this was my biggest proof that it's not. I, even when I was growing this entire time, it's been a year long journey. So I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for this year long journey to be done but I don't even know why. It was just like I was trying to get to that next thing. I was looking for a feeling. And that's the feeling that we're all searching for. We all think that there's going to be this amazing feeling at the end of the tunnel. But that amazing feeling, which is so cliche, is what you have to channel now. And that was my real big realization is that always channeling that and living and appreciating your present moment because that time that we think that in the future it's going to be better once I'm married or once I have a boyfriend or once I have more money, it's going to be better and I'm going to have more confidence. I'm going to feel better. It doesn't make a difference to give you so many tangible examples for me. The only time I noticed that weight off my shoulder was when I quit my job because, and it wasn't even like an amazing weight. I was like, this is right. This is what I'm supposed to do. So to give you examples of where this came up with the app that I thought I would have all these big milestones, it didn't happen. Like I didn't feel that different and I'm not trying to like be a Debbie Downer, but it's to show you that your emotions and that feeling that people search for that happiness or that joy or that just beautiful feeling of being so grateful for life 
that's not because of different experiences. That's literally can only be channeled if you choose to channel it. We are trained to think that outside experiences affect our emotions, but they don't. You're reacting to an outside experience, which is causing you to feel that emotion. That outside experience isn't doing anything to make that emotion happen for you because that's the same thing. Someone could get a new car and be super excited or someone could get a new car and be like, man, that's not a good enough car and be super bummed. So your reaction to the situation is the feeling. I know this is a lot of like information at once. So your reaction to the feeling, your reaction to the experience is the emotion that you're trying to channel, but that's triggered by you and your perspective and your belief system. It's not triggered by anything else. It's just your beliefs of when you can be happy and when you're allowed to be okay. That's all it is. And throughout this entire journey of building my business, so started from zero, affirmation addict, little Instagram page that I did basically to validate that this app can, I can move forward with this app and then I can move forward with quitting this job, right? I started that in March of last year and I was like, okay, once I get to a thousand followers, I'm going to feel so good and it's going to be amazing. Thousand followers, no shift. It was just me. It was like, okay, now what? Okay. Then I was like, okay, if I get to 10,000, it's going to be amazing. And I was so excited to try and get to my 10,000 followers. And the second it changed to 10K, no difference. Literally, I kid you not, I was sitting there and I was like, I thought I'd be so much more excited. And I was grateful, sure. But you like we tend to hype up and we think all these milestones are going to be these most amazing things, but we don't even fo- like it's almost like such a letdown because you're hyping that future moment so much up that you're wasting the entire time leading up to it, not being excited. And that's what I really learned is that that's not even worth it. Being excited and feeling good and feeling amazing now, regardless of when that manifestation happens, one is the key to actually manifesting. And two is actually like the key to actually being happy and feeling good because it's not going to do anything. So the 10,000 followers, didn't feel really any difference. Um, 20,000, no difference. When I started my first mastermind and it got sold out, which was my goal, I was like, wow, like that is huge. I'm going to feel so excited. No difference. So basically what I'm saying, all these milestones that I was working towards that I thought would just feed me and make me so happy, they made me happy. I was excited. I was proud, but they never fulfilled me in that way that I thought it would fulfill me. And that's the way Basically, my manifestations didn't fulfill me in the way that I thought they would. It's really understanding, and I really experienced this, especially through the app, that this entire year, I could have been just super excited, super confident, feeling good, regardless of how the app goes, but I chose to go through it depending my kind of excitement and my success on when this app launches. It's already been successful. I haven't even announced the name, and a lot of people have downloaded it, which I'm so grateful for. But once again, but once again, that doesn't feel any different. And it's so crazy. It's like kind of like my biggest slap in the face, like because I do teach this stuff that it was so important for me to experience that for something I put so much effort and time into that nothing is ever going to feed your happiness and fulfill you until you just make that choice to. And I say that and I know that and I've taught that so much and I think I've experienced it a lot as well. But this super long journey has seriously taught me that because my perspective is all those times worrying, all those times crying, all those times stressing, was it even worth it? 
not really, because I could have just switched in that moment to feel like, okay, I trust this process and I surrender. And that moment would have been really nice. And I wouldn't have cried for six hours one day. You know what I mean? So whatever you're trying so hard to manifest, whatever you're trying so hard, because you think that's going to be the answer to all your problems. I'm so sorry to break this to you, but it's not going to do that as much as you think it will. It'll probably bring some amazing excitement. It'll probably bring some emotion. It'll be really nice. But the work that comes with like taking care of yourself and the work that comes with listening to yourself and going inwards is never going to go away. That's always going to be something that we all have to do. And that means like the self-love and the self-confidence and the gratitude and just taking in time for yourself and investing in yourself. That's never going to go away. You can push it off as long as you want. You can say, I don't have enough money to do this. Oh, I just got a notification from the app. That was perfect. It literally says I can create anything I want to because I'm powerful enough to do so. Quite powerful. Um... But that was kind of cool. I was hoping that I would get a notification during this call or during the live. Um, But I lost my train of thought. But basically, it's like we forget that it's not based on the external opportunities. And living that out, that external opportunity is not going to really fulfill that as much as you think. It's really all about the inner work. You can manifest all those amazing things and I highly recommend it. Use that power, but there's two sides to it. If it's not working for you, probably because you don't believe that you can and you don't have that trust in yourself. So you got to do the inner work first and the self work first. But secondly, maybe you do manifest all the material things, all the physical things, but inside you hate looking at yourself in the mirror. You don't have true love that you're so happy to be in that relationship with. So you'll either be lacking in one way or the other until you do the inner work. There's always going to be inner work to do. And another thing I kind of realized was I thought like, it's like, I feel like I go with my manifestations and like with things I'm working on as if like, okay, once I do this, I'm done. Like, I don't know even, I feel like, I hope you guys know what I'm talking about, but like, I just like self-reflecting, this is totally unplanned, this part, this just kind of came, popped into my head, but like, I feel like sometimes I go through like manifestations and like, even with this app in life, like, okay, like, it's just another thing done. Like, I just want to be like, it's just like check marks. And I don't know why that is. And I think it's just because you, you want to just move on to the next thing to just add it to like your belt of things that you've done and things that you've accomplished. And it's not for that. Like it doesn't really do anything. And I think it's like more about feeling good through the journey, no matter what you're manifesting, no matter what you're doing, because we don't take ourselves seriously enough. We don't give ourselves enough time. And so kind of full circling back to the app, the reason I wanted to create this app um, is because I wanted people to feel that they have all the tools they need. They have everything they need in their own hands. So you can feel empowered enough. And it's a tiny investment. One, it's cheaper than a cup of coffee a month. So I, if anybody tells me they can't afford it, I will say I disagree with you because I do think people have five dollars to spare and I think people have that money just it's a priority thing so if it's not if your self-care isn't a priority for you then maybe this app isn't for you but that's what you need to realize a lot of people blame other people they're like oh you have to pay for everything you have to pay for this but it's just what your priorities are and it's not about you blaming the other person or the business whatever that's asking you for money that you don't want to pay for it's about asking yourself like this is a me problem. It's not the other person. 
And I think that's something that I really learned is it was hard for me to create this because at first I really wanted to make this a free app, but with the amount of money I put into it, it was like, I can't do that. Like I have to ask for money. And when people pay for things, they care more about it. So if people, if it's not a priority and people are going to disagree with me because I'm asking for money for this app, then they're not aligned and they don't understand where the intention is and the amount of power that's in it. And that's okay. And I have to become with that. And so it's kind of getting over those little humps, all those little limiting beliefs that I had to work through. I knew people were going to be unhappy that it's um, not free. I knew people were going to be unhappy that it's not an Android right away. Like there's so many things that people are, there are always going to be upsetting that are never going to be enough. And it's seriously just about, you have to pick and choose your battles and you have to pick and choose what makes sense to you. Like you're doing everything in your power. So whatever, you're manifesting, if it doesn't align with your family and everybody around you, it's about standing in your truth. And that's where self-confidence and self-expression really comes out because you have to say, I'm doing this for me. If it doesn't suit you, it doesn't suit you. And chances are that person has inner work to do as well. We all do. And it's just being comfortable with that because we look for people to agree with us. We look for people to support us and just be on the same page and everything just goes seamlessly. And we get really uncomfortable when things have little bumps or someone says something rude or someone's judging you. And it's more so about having so much confidence in yourself that it doesn't even affect you. And I just saw someone ask me, can you explain more about the inner work that's necessary? And yeah, I think with the inner work, what's necessary is we base so much of our day and just not only our day, like the attention we put, but also like the reasons we're doing things on external circumstances. Like some people, they're working eight hours a day so they can go on a vacation to Italy. Some people are taking care of this so they can pay for their family's bills, whatever it is. Like so much of our motivation is externally driven that when you turn it in, like you'll realize that in the end, no matter what, there's always inner work because there's always room to feel more confident in yourself. There's always room to love yourself a little bit more. And we oftentimes forget that because we think that everything is going to be fine once I have more money. Everything's going to be fine when I am working at my dream job. Everything would be fine if I had no job and was working for myself. That's me. I thought that was me. No, I still have so much more inner work to do. And I'm working for myself, doing my dream job, starting my dream business, and I still have inner work. And so a lot of the times I think we all run away from the inner work, but I really wanted what I created to make the inner work a priority and give you the power and accessibility to do the inner work easily and kind of have the confidence that you're doing it the right way just by following the tools within the app and just by focusing on yourself. Like it's like an investment in yourself. And I don't think people prioritize that enough. And I really want to make that the mainstream reason, not because self-love and self-care is trendy, but just because the true meaning behind self-love is feeling so confident in yourself that other people's situations, comments, other people, other external, anything outside of you doesn't affect you. And 
I don't know anybody who's at that level. I know gurus and mentors, but in terms of like us common everyday people, I don't know anyone who's there, meaning we all have more work to do. And that's a beautiful thing. You can choose to see healing as kind of a sucky thing, like, dang it, I have more work. I wish I was done healing. Or you can choose to see it as a beautiful thing because there's more for you to learn and there's more of you for you to love. And I really think that's what it's all about for me, that it's there's so much more that you can give yourself if you just give yourself the time, give yourself the attention, practice those affirmations. They don't all have to be externally driven. You can just tell yourself and remind yourself that you love yourself because that's just going to expand you and it'll not only help you from an internal level, but it'll also help you manifest more physical things. So it's crazy how that works, but the more you love yourself and the more you focus on you, the more easier it is for you to get everything else that you wanted. I don't think people make that correlation. I didn't either. I kind of left that out. I forgot that too. Like I thought that once this app is done, I'll be good, but no, like I still have the inner work to do too. So it's just a long journey, a beautiful journey where we all have things to learn. And I wanted to share that with you that it's not just fun and easy games and here's a product, here's an app. I wanted to really tell you and share with you all the different things I learned because it's basically the longest process of manifestation, my longest manifestation yet. And I wanted you guys to know that like there's lots of ins and outs and there's so many things I had to and still have to work through. No one is going to stop healing. No one's going to stop growing. And so it's time to stop running away from that and kind of take that as a fun thing. And so for me, whenever I do my inner work, whenever I sit down with my app and go through everything, like it is so fun for me and I've made healing like and growing and learning about myself like the best part of my day and the most exciting part of my day. And so I hope that that gets there for you too. I hope that you can take that and kind of start embodying that within yourself. And I hope that this app can help you do that. And that's really what it's all about. I definitely think that people think everything comes easy and it's just rainbows and butterflies. I know I use that term so much, which is such an annoying term. So sorry, I'll work on it. But everyone thinks it's so easy and easy for other people, but it's not. And you're not alone and you're not the only one feeling these things. So I really wanted you to know that I'm right there with you. Like me and you are one and the same. There's no difference between us. Like no one is more ahead. No one is more advanced. No one is better. Like we're equal and we're going through the same stuff. And if I can do it, you can do it. And if you can do it, that means I can do it too. So for all of you out there who share your stories with me, and who tell me about your manifestation success, like that inspires me. And that's like, man, I can do that too. Like I get inspired by you guys way more than you probably expect. So I just hope that this live chat was super helpful and inspiring and just makes you feel less alone and makes you understand that there's a lot more to the manifestation process that you have to heal through and just telling you kind of straight up how it is and telling you straight up that like, this is what I went through, but this is also what I learned and my takeaways from it. It wasn't necessarily easy and no tears, but looking back, this is what I learned. And so I hope this was super helpful and just thank you for being here. More information and everything to come on the app soon. Um, actually, right after this, I'll post about it on my story. So I love you guys and thank you so much for just all the support and excitement about the app and everything. I'm so grateful for all of you and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Bye. 
that's all I have for you guys. And I just want to say thank you again for spending some time with me. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, head over to my social media. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Or go to my website if you want to subscribe to my email list, which is affirmation-addict.com. I cannot wait to hear from you guys. And I will talk to you guys super soon. Have a good one, you guys. Bye.